All right, ready? First Lamborghini lesson, here we go. My neighbor, movie producer, is Rolls Royce. I, I'm not all about materialism, but I have learned fast cars are pretty fun, as long as you don't go too fast. You know, holidays are coming up here, and uh, everybody's in materialistic mode. I think you should have in life, I always say in business, you can have some selfish and some unselfish uh, goals, you know? Why did uh, capitalism do well? And it's because Adam Smith understood. Now, I'm not saying capitalism is perfect because there's certainly no economic system that's worked perfectly well yet. But it was based around the first of the 25 cognitive biases of our brain, which is the reward mechanism. Me and Zach were talking about that. And by the way, this is Zach. Say hello. How do you do? <laughs> Zach uh, is a lot funnier than me. So... And if you can't find comedy in a Lamborghini, then, <laughs> then you're not you might. Able to find comedy. <laughs> so, back to Adam Smith, you have this reward mechanism built strongly both into your mind uh, in terms of what you want to buy and what you want to consume, but even more than that, everything in business is about creating customers. So, whether you own your own business or you work for somebody else, uh, uh, yeah, or work for somebody else. You're still all about creation of customers. That's what Peter Drucker said is the essence of a business. A lot of people get confused about what a business exists for. Some people think it exists for uh, you know, personal profit or that net profit for shareholders or that it exists for charitable purposes or to save the world. All of those goals are real. Uh, some of them are worthier than others. But at the end of the day, the way that Drucker looked at it is they're there to create a customer. Without the creation of a customer, you have nothing. The most important thing that you understand is you have to not only be able to create a customer, but you have to be able to capture the value that you create. One of the things people do that makes you poor real quick is getting good at creating value, but never being able to figure out how to capture that value. So one of the things you can do in life that will make you have a horrible life, it's pretty simple. Get good at creating value, but never have a vehicle, have a methodology to capture the value. I've seen that over and over again. So people are like, hey, I'm really skilled at this. I'm really skilled at that. But unfortunately, they don't, know, they don't have any way to monetize it. I, I know a guy, he's got a blog. He gets a million unique visitors a month. So he's creating a lot of value for people. But you know what? He's only making, you know, $2,000 a month on his blog. There's no value created. That's a problem of epic proportions. Because I'm like Joe Salatin told me, it's better to do nothing for nothing than something for nothing. You know, here, the cool thing that you see a lot, people know how to create value. Now, unfortunately, Hollywood creates a lot of value that probably isn't that worthwhile, but but, 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 they're not like the guy who has a million person blog but can't capture the value from it. I'll tell you who is good at capturing value. Think about this. How many people in life had the idea to make a social network? A lot of people, a lot of people, but not everybody had the ability to turn that into 
Facebook, which I just read, is now worth $100 billion. Zuckerberg expects it to go up to $200 billion in value. How many social networks are there out there? Half a dozen? 25? Half a dozen? There's thousands. Thousands? Thousands have been created. That was my next guess. That was your next guess. Dozens, hundreds, or thousands. Everybody tried to create value and capture it. And so ideas usually are about the creation of value. Maybe you're saying, I'm going to launch a new you know, uh, skincare line. I'm going to come out with the next best health product. I'm going to come out with the next best educational or the next best website. Those are ideas that are creating value, but creating and capturing aren't the same. Only Zuckerberg really captured it. I mean, MySpace captured it for a while. They captured about $500 million worth of value, which is pretty good. Tom lives here in LA. It's worth, what, $50 million? The average person earns in the United States $52,000 a year. $52,000 a year a long time ago would have bought you a lot more. My grandma, uh, she was in inflation, born in 1918 in Germany. Her dad was a doctor, and she had to get paid in rabbits, uh, in like rabbits from farmers to eat because there was no food and nobody wanted money. $50,000 a year may be a lot to some people, but it's not enough value. So if you work 30 years at $50,000 a year, you're gonna make one and a half million dollars of value that you capture personally. But think about this. How much value do you think you captured for somebody else? You ever figured that out, Zach? It's gotta be in the millions. All the ideas that I've given, movie <laughs> ideas. The mustache yeah. alone is worth how much, Zach? Well, the whole hipster culture. <laughs> we were out and some girl came up to him and was like, sure. What was she sure of? That she, she's trying to figure out what movie. A movie she'd seen. She was confusing him with, I think it was Zach Galifianakis or Brian Pussain. <laughs> so uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Sometimes people think Zach is Bradley Cooper. In fact, when we were driving first got in the car, someone's like, look, Bradley Cooper has a chauffeur. I've had to learn how to write Bradley <laughs> for all the autographs. <laughs> Remember, all throughout your life, you probably, if you're living average re income life, you're gonna pull in one and a half million dollars of value for yourself. Over a long time though, let's say you work 30 years and always make at least 50 grand. Remember though, in order for you to have been paid, and Karl Marx talked about this, now I'm not a Marxist or a communist or a socialist, but there are good points in what Karl Marx said, and one of the smartest points that Karl Marx said is the problem why he thought businesses oppress, why capitalists he thought oppress everyday people is he said, well, if, now they didn't use the word capture value, that's kind of a word I use. If you make 50 grand, that's your paycheck. That means the person paying you probably made a heck of a lot more or they wouldn't have paid you 50 grand. You probably made them 200 grand or 300 grand. So at the end of the day, he thought that was an unfair system. You have to capture it yourself at some point. You can work for other people. I worked for other people for 10 years um, in some capacity. Sometimes it was partnerships, but nonetheless, it was in conjunction and learning. You can learn from your competition. But, 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 there comes a day when you have to say enough is enough and now is enough and now it's my turn. You can do it alone, you can do it as an employee, but as a more highly paid employee, you can do it as a solo entrepreneur or you can do it as a partner. Those are your options. 
But make no mistake, if you don't do that, it's like Thoreau says, the mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation. All right, so for those of you who like good old Beverly Hills, we are passing Beverly Hills, the land of people who are capitalistic. Here's the deal with Beverly Hills, you know. One, having a Lamborghini in Beverly Hills doesn't make me very special. I think there's the most Ferraris and Lamborghinis in the world. Uh, so it's not quite as cool as it could be. But, which is why it's always best once you do get your Lamborghini <laughs> to drive around Compton, East LA, <laughs> South Central. Hey, that's actually true. They call that contrast bias. One of the worst things you can do is ever be successful and then spend 100% of your time around people more successful than you. you. That'll be traumatic. What you should do is spend, I call this the law of 33%, spend 33% of your time with people on your level, 33% of your time with people above you, and the last 33% with people below your level, right? Then you cover all bases. But that's a- I bet you'd be sweating a lot of that 33% in in, uh, South Central. (laughs) I've driven this down there. I don't know if you want to go to where it's dangerous. Not all South Central's not all bad. They've been revitalized. You're thinking old school. You're thinking 20 years ago, man. World's getting with it. It's true. Zach, get with the times with that mustache. You're not with the times. So going back to this deal, right? At some point, enough is enough. How can you capture that value? A lot of people try to start their own business. Unfortunately, that doesn't always work. Why? Because it takes a lot of skill to form your own business. You know, I say there's about 50 to 60 skills you have to have to run your own business. Now, I don't want to discourage you. You know, I've got this this uh, mini MBA business academy where I want to graduate 300 people, 300 entrepreneurs at a time that figure out how to cap- capture value for themselves. And it ain't that hard to do. It's not that hard to do, but it takes time. It's not hard, but it's not simple. You know, you want things to be simple, but not simpler than they should be. And a lot of people oversimplify. They're like, oh, all you need is a good idea, some capital, and next thing you know, you have a business that captures value money into your bank account. It doesn't work that way. The average entrepreneur takes 12 to 20 years to get where they are. So life has a seasons to it. Some of you are watching, you're in the winter of life. Some of you are in the spring. Some of you are in the summer. And some of you are in the fall. Enjoy all four of them. You know, even though I do this Lamborghini Uh, lessons. I don't want this to come off as the most materialistic thing because at the end of the day, I've had no cars at all. I lived with the Amish for two and a half years. It was okay. Just as happy. I don't know that you get happier now. You get different experiences. Daniel Kahneman says you get different memory happiness when you achieve your goals. And I've probably gotten some of that. But, you know, there's people with nothing that are happier than me doing better than me so it's not that straight line for me the reason I care about business is I think business is my is naturally suited to my temperament so the way you create value is not just by launching a business it's not that simple so the other way you can capture value in a business is pretty easy right you form the idea doesn't work so well because you need more talent and you need it to be around your specific aptitude so number two or three, I forget what number I'm on, the one you really want to do is know thyself. Socrates, Plato, Aristotle, they talked about the Oracle Delphi. What did it say? It said, know thyself. So at the end of the day, entrepreneurs 
and people that create wealth for themselves, financial freedom. They always follow the same thing. They follow the rule of knowing themselves. One of the things that's a tragedy in the world, there's all these online tests you can take. I recommend go to humanmetrics.com. It's a free test. I don't own the website. I don't know who does, but uh, it's a, one of the Myers-Briggs personality tests. E or I, extrovert or introvert. You're an introvert? Like 11 or 9%. Yeah, you're hard. You're right on the border. So you get a percentage amount. And Zach is barely, you're on the cusp, which makes sense. So for Zach to capture value in his career, he should do things that capitalize upon that E slash I tendency or I slash E, which means you could be, you need to be maybe just a little bit the front man, but you can be behind the scenes writing stuff, but you shouldn't be too behind the scenes because then you'll get jealous. <laughs> you feel like you don't oh, get enough attention. Yeah, yeah. Me, I'm more extroverted, which is why most of the business I end up doing are like what I call front-facing businesses where I'm talking to people. Uh, you know, All my business have been B2C, business to consumer stuff. And then the second one, N, you're an N, right? So what are the two options on that one? The N or S, so yeah, N. intuitive or uh, sensing. So I tend to live by my intuition over my senses. So it means like you walk into a room, which is totally true of myself. I oftentimes don't notice, you know, if the color of the curtains is blue or something. I'm more in the room feeling the vibe of the people in the room, right? Uh, then for you, you have F or T. You're an F? Yeah, that's feeling, right? Yeah. Versus? So I'm thinking, logic means Although, I'm more. No. Yeah, yeah I think right. I'm a T then. He just wants the T. He yeah, didn't yeah, want it. I, I'm pretty, no, I, I do. I, I think. You're a T? Yeah. So wait, you're INTP? TP, I'm Okay. Yeah, so you got feelers and thinkers, pretty self explanatory. And then the P is perceiving and judging. So, you know, perceiving is a little more go with the flow, whereas judging is somebody who pretty much makes their decisions and uh, goes with them. Now, that's a vast oversimplification. Like I said, go on that human metric site. If you want to capture a lot of value, a lot of wealth in your life, then knowing yourself is the quickest path uh, to not only wealth, but even more importantly, to fulfillment. Because only 12% of human, the average human's life is spent doing something they really care about. That's a tragedy. That's all your life is. More important than the money you make is the quality of the minutes you spend. You don't want to be spending 12% of your life doing what you like. You want to spend 88% of your life doing what you like. you got to invert it. The rest of society is lost. You can't be lost. It's like the saying goes. Wide is the path that leads to destruction. Destruction of dreams. Destruction of hopes. And narrow is the path that leads to what you want. Life. Abundant life on earth. And maybe beyond. I don't know. So... That's, uh, I guess, my takeaway. You got the first step in capturing monetary value. It's not just putting up a blog. It's not just putting up a Twitter, Twitter account. It's, first of all, knowing yourself so that you can then build enough value. Because if you build on your strength, as Peter Drucker says, then and only then will you be good enough that people will pay you for what you know. There's a myth that you don't have to. I, I saw some marketing saying, 
hey, sell your education ideas. All you have to do is know 1% more than whoever you're trying to teach. I thought that was a horrible, I mean, that's like saying to be a doctor, just know 1% more about, you know, open heart surgery than the average person. Read one book. Forget that. You want somebody who's skilled. Like the old saying goes, see he who is skilled in what he does, he will stand before kings and not before average people. I hope this has been helpful. Stay tuned for the next one. I'm going to try to shoot a whole series. If you like them, give me a thumbs up. Leave a comment. I talked about a lot of stuff, some controversial stuff. There's enough buzzwords in there to get some thought going. Remember, my goal is not to be the number one peacemaker in the world. My dream and my vision for me as an entrepreneur is to inspire great thoughts from other people. So if I can tickle your creativity a little bit, get your mind flowing away from all the mindless, you know, Kardashian show stuff. Well, I hope this video was worthwhile. So, anyway, stay tuned for the next one. Talk to you soon.